0: today's edition alice cooper billion dollar babies bob Ezrin and the band were all at the creative best parts of our life right then and we just were you know we didn't try to do anything except be alice cooper uh billion dollar babies was one of those things where everybody was uh, was hitting on all eight cylinders you know and when that happens everything just falls into place
1: Vinyl Analysis. I am your host, Arch Madness, along with me, producer Greg Hansberry. What's up, Yo. Greg? Yeah, Greg. Oh, yeah. Greg, this is, is going to be a different vinyl analysis, but I think this is the first of many of its type. Should we say what it's called? I think it's awesome what we're going to call this because, number one, you came up with it, <laughs> yeah, and, and number two, it uh, it's just, I think it encapsulates what we're trying to do here. This is going to be... An artist edition. edition of Vinyl Analysis. And, you know, before we get into artist edition, let me, go, let, me let me rewind, because there's something I want to talk about it has been bothering me for about a week. Okay. The last show, I'm going to go ahead and... How are you doing on your uh, hop stupid over there? Lagunitas. Uh, you know, I'm about halfway. Okay. Give me a minute here. Fair enough. I got a little bit of a jump on you. So here's the deal. Uh, The, the show we did with Soga, one of my favorites, wasn't an artist, artist edition... edition. <laughs> but it was it was a good vinyl analysis and it was really one of our better ones. He had some cool stories. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So I'm listening to it. And full disclosure, something in there bothered me. It was something I did. Uh-oh. And and it's every time I talk about the Paul McCartney story. Okay. That's why I don't bring it up that much. All right. Okay. It's kind of a sensitive subject with me. Okay. I didn't bump knees with him, Uh-oh. per se. Okay? Okay. What did you bump? <laughs> well, no, that's the thing. We, we, look, man, it was, it's so foggy, and it's, 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 it's such a weird situation because we took a picture with the tour manager, and we never heard from the guy again. We don't have documented proof of really what transpired there other than the one autograph that each of us got. But we were on this couch, and we're all jammed in there. There was three DJs and a program director. Three DJs and a program director walk into a bar.
2: Great. <laughs> no.
1: But yeah, so it was it was the three of us, our program director and Paul, and we're all on this couch. I wasn't directly beside him. We and when I describe the the story to people, I always say, and you embellish a little bit, and you really shouldn't have to do that because it's, it's Paul, Paul McCartney. McCartney. I mean, same let it ride, Archie. Let yeah. it ride. You don't have to sell over sell this. And and I just said, you know, we're always like we were really close there. We were like knee on knee. Whose knee was on Paul? And I said my knees were touching Paul's. And I <laughs> and I listened to it. and It was a great interview, and that's the one thing that bothered me because 50 years down the road, I'm probably not 50, but you, know, my kids Five. are going to be listening to this. Okay. And I want them to to know exactly what their dad did. Now Robert Plant did touch my shoulder, and we'll get into that ah. at a different vinyl analysis. When but, we do
2: the Honey Dippers record, right?
1: But the eye contact when he was talking about uh, George, the eye contact when he was talking about John, that was that that was the way it actually happened. But we're all really tight on a couch, and we weren't playing kneesies. I, I never even heard that term before. But then you <laughs> said that, and I'm like, ah, oh, crap! I made it sound like you know. But he did say your name. Oh, he did say my name. Say my that's, name. Say my name. He did that say my name, is and yeah, way cooler and
2: it was, than most of us will ever have. And
1: it was a life changing experience, especially for someone in in, in our business. It sure. was huge. May the uh,
2: vinyl analysis podcast gods. Thank you.
1: you, thank you. I feel better now. I do feel better now. Could be the beer. Could be the hop. Stupid. by Lagunitas. So this is an artist, artist edition. edition, and here's what you're gonna get with this. I am very, very lucky, and Greg is as well. In the business we're in. We luck out and we get some interviews. So, and, and it seems like with the summer tours and everything that we're going to get a lot. We're going to start getting a lot. Now, we've had a lot of uh, radio personalities and a lot of musicians from the central Ohio area. Well, we're going to start getting more. Today's show, a fine example, the one and only Alice Cooper. Awesome. So when you get these people, and I'm just throwing out some other names that you're going to get over the next few weeks, Martin Barr of Jethro Tull, Magic Dick of the Jay Giles Band. Uh, Nita Strauss of Alice Cooper's current band. Stuff like that. Oh, no, damn, man! I oh. can't wait for that one. Studio will will have never smelled that good. Oh. Trust me. Like artist butterscotch.
2: Edition.
1: Like, <laughs> artist edition. Yeah. So here's the deal, gang. With these interviews, a lot of times you've got to talk about what they want to talk about. They could give a rat's ass about vinyl analysis. They're
2: promoting a tour or a new Ooh, record a or something. Or a, yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. Greg.
1: Exactly. So here's the deal. We're going to have these interviews and we're going to have some stuff on there where they're just talking about either a new record, they're going to talk about the tour, a show that might be happening in Columbus, Ohio, where we're based out of, something along those lines, and then I will get in there. I Trust me, I'm going to wedge my way in there and, and ask them about a record that they did, which really, theoretically, is kind of what we do anyway. We right. talk about the album 10% of the damn time. Exactly. So... In today's edition, or excuse me, of the Artist Artist Edition, uh, Alice Cooper, Billion Dollar Babies. Alice Cooper coming to town, and I'm talking to him about that. But then I ask him, Alice, hey, at the very beginning, I lay it out that way. Can we talk about Billion Dollar Babies for vinyl analysis? And he says, absolutely, Archie. So I want you guys to hear it all. That's what this, this, and we don't have to keep doing this every time, but that's what the Artist Edition is is it's going to be kind of a look behind Art, the curtain.
0: Artist edition. <laughs> we do have to do it every
1: time. We, we probably should. So does that make sense, Greg? Did I did sense. I Did I kind of spell that out the way that we should? Yeah. It's basically a, – a, normally we're in here drinking beer, shooting the shit,
2: but this is – we have a canned phone interview with these guys. We're still going to talk to them about the same stuff we would.
1: Yeah, and we're going to bookend it with, yeah. like, our hot voices. And, and one last thing. What I wanted to do, and I and I've taken a lot of feedback – from people who love podcasts, and, and, and I'm a fan of podcasts, Greg, you're a fan of podcasts, and some of the people that I've talked to, it's the unnatural of it, getting to mm-hmm. hear the person like just unscripted and the way things happen. Yes, you might have to apologize. Yes, you might not have bumped knees with Paul McCartney, but it's, it's, <gasps> it's in the real at that moment. It's
2: what separates it from regular radio Regu- or television, radio. where you gotta edit everything down to a two-minute
1: window. So that's what we're gonna do with these, gang. We're gonna we're gonna give you kind of a glimpse behind It's Got to be <laughs> a better way to say that, Archie. But it's just gonna kind of let you look, like Greg said, behind the curtain and, and just kind of see how we do it. And and here's the thing: I want you guys to come along for the ride, and that's why we're doing this. This is Alice Cooper. He's going to talk about his tour. He's going to talk about his band. And guess what, gang? He's going to talk about Billion Dollar Babies. Here it is, Alice Cooper on Vinyl Analysis. Express Live, May 16th, the QFM 96 40th birthday bash and evening with Alice Cooper. And on the line with me right now, Alice Cooper. Hey, Alice. How you doing, I'm good, man. I'm good. So, I mean, what's happening now? Is it rehearsals, putting together the set list? Are you sharpening the guillotine? I mean, what's going on now? Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what everything is. You
0: know, I mean, we did six months last year and, um, and then we, uh, we, again, we go out again this year. I finished a new album that's coming out probably in June, I would imagine. And, um, it's a lot of stuff going on. After this tour is over, then, uh, Hollywood Vampires next uh, 2018, we'll be all doing that, and uh, there's no downtime, really.
1: You know, and, and I'm glad you brought up the, the Hollywood of Vampires. I mean, I gotta ask, because it's such a cool project, and I'm sure with everyone's schedules, it's just, it's super crazy, but what a fun band, Alice.
0: Oh, it is really, a, a, you know, the great thing, you've got all these alpha male <laughs> personalities in the band, yeah. and never an argument, never an ego trip. Johnny's about the least ego guy on the, in the world. Joe Perry's the same way. I'm the same way. So, you know, we just kind of look at each other and say, what do you want to do? And we all agree on it. Uh, Johnny's doing five movies this year. Uh, Joe is finishing up with Aerosmith. I'm doing my tour. And then 2018, we, we get ready to go out with the vampires.
1: And, and Alice, I, I love the band that you have now, too. I mean, Chuck, Nita, Ryan, Tommy. I mean, did I mention Nita? Alice, did I mention? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think you mentioned
0: her twice <laughs> for good reason. Oh my goodness! Yeah, she. I'll tell you what, she was a fine. You know, I had Orianti in the band before that, and Ori was, you know, you know, one, oh. one of the great guitar players around. Uh, and she went with Richie Sambora, uh, which is great. That was a great thing for her. I guess they, those two are, are an item now. And um, and at the same time, I, I, I looked for another girl guitar player and. Nita showed up, and I mean, I just went, wait a minute. You know, here's here's yeah. a girl that's not only got all the chops, but she's a shredder. girl just shreds, and she's a full show. I mean, she's just all over that stage.
1: I, I'm glad you, you were talking about the band that you have, Alice, and, and thinking back to some of the people that have come through uh, your band, and, and, and really, I'm a kid of the 80s. So I think about the dudes from Winger. I mean, Kane Roberts. I had this poster on my on my door of you and Kane growing up. I ah. mean, it's 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 amazing to me. It's almost like in in like in football when they talk about the coaching tree, whether guys coached under all the guys that coached under Bill Walsh or Mike Holmgren. I just think about all the people that have come through your band, Alice. It's it's amazing.
0: Yeah, and not just that. It's one of those things where everybody that opened for us. Ended up being pretty major. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, Guns N' Roses opened for us. ZZ Top opened for us. Blondie opened for us. Megadeth opened. ACDC. You know, when you think of all the bands that, that were at the time just, just starting, you know, they all became major bands.
1: Oh, it, it, that's crazy to think about. Now, when you have a, a spot to fill, I mean, do you still do it the old fashioned way? Are there auditions? I mean, do you take recommendations from friends? I mean, how does that work if, if you need you know, something? There's,
0: there's a corral of players that we all know about. You know, it's like a, a, I know about the same people that Steven Tyler knows about, that Ozzie knows about. Uh, you know, we, we all kind of uh, have our eye on the top picks. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> right. Every right. once in a while, somebody comes along that's, uh, that comes in under the radar, you know, that nobody saw coming. Uh, I think that was one of Anita's things. Is, uh, Anita was uh, right there, and I saw her play, and I went, get her. I said, I need a shredder. I got Ryan Roxy, who's a killer Love guitar him. player. Love and, him. And I got Tommy Hendrickson, who's a killer guitar player. But I didn't have a shredder. I didn't have somebody that could really, at these metal festivals, you know, play there with uh, the Steve Vise and the uh, guys like oh, that. Oh, absolutely. So that's absolutely. what she, that's what she does.
1: Uh, Alice, I I would like to talk to you about the album Billion Dollar Babies. Now, uh, released February 25th, 1973, it was the band's sixth album and a follow-up to 1972's School's Out. Now, Alice, what can you tell us uh, about either the writing, the recording, I mean, anything on the creative process of that iconic record?
0: You know, we were right at the top of that giant tidal wave right then. School's Out was the number 1 album. The song was a was a gigantic hit. It was sort of our third single that was a, a, a top five hit. And so we were riding on this giant wave. And Bob Ezrin and the band were all at the creative best parts of our life right then. And we just were, you know, we didn't try to do anything except be Alice Cooper. Uh, Billion Dollar Babies was one of those things where everybody was, uh, was hitting on all eight cylinders, you know. And when that happens, everything just falls into place. Bob Ezrin, you know, was, was our George Martin.
1: He sure was. He
0: was the guy that really knew how to pull all the best stuff out of us. And the band was just clicking like, you know, like you could never click before. And of course the album was number one, number one album. And, um, we set all kinds of records that year in attendance. So we, we broke a bunch of the Rolling Stones records that year for that, you know, for that album. Yeah. And, um, and, it was just, and that was really when we brought real big theatrics to rock and roll, you know.
1: Oh, yeah. And if I had to pick, I would go with Generation Landslide. But uh, the singles on that record, Elected, Hello Hooray, Billion Dollar Babies, No More Mr. Nice Guy. Now, I'm not going to ask you to pick a favorite, Alice, but what one is the most fun to perform?
0: Well, the best song, I think, out of all of those was Generation Landslide.
1: Yeah. Oh, Well, there we go.
0: <laughs> I, I think that was the most <laughs> prolific. Yeah. And... Uh One of those songs, I think that was one of the songs that Bob Dylan heard you know i, I didn't even know Bob Dylan ever even heard of us, and he was, did an interview in Rolling Stone and mentioned about how he really didn't realize you know what a good songwriter Alice Cooper was. Well, I mean, that was a big compliment to me having Bob Dylan sing something like I would that, say, but I think yeah. it was because of that song, you know, maybe that one and only Women Bleed were the two songs that he really clicked on, you know.
1: Isn't that something? You yeah, know, Bob Dylan. I mean, there's a. It, you know what? Let's can we talk real quickly about the original Hollywood vampires? And and I'm and I'm talking about you know the John Lennons and the and the Harry yes. Nilsons. I'm on a uh, a real Harry Nilson kick lately. I mean, anything I can read, watch, hear. What what kind of guy was he, Alice?
0: <laughs> Harry was Harry was. Uh, well, first of all, the Beatles called him the best songwriter yeah. in America, and. Uh, Harry was just one of those great Irish songwriters, and lots. Of, he was at my house every night. Harry oh and I gosh. were were really pretty close friends. And uh, when we would go out, we would go, you know, to the Rainbow, and there would be uh, John and Keith Moon and uh, Mickey Dolans and all the guys. And it was sort of like a last man standing sort of drinking club. <laughs> and uh, we would sit there and just wait to see what Keith Moon was going to do that night. You know, we would we would, we would would sit there in the balcony kind of like that was our area, the, the lair of the vampires. And one night he would come in and he would be the Queen of England. <laughs> full out. I mean, full right, out right. drag Queen of England. Right? The next night he would show up and he'd be Hitler. <laughs> and then the next night he'd be a French maid. And, you know what I mean? Wow. But – but you know you, you would sit there and just go not only is this guy certifiably insane but he's the best drummer in rock and roll ever
1: maybe ever maybe alice i don't even know who you would put over top of him he's just he's no i
0: don't think anybody yeah. anybody in yeah. rock you know when you say drummers they go oh yeah Keith moon yeah yeah <laughs> yeah
1: wow that's just what what a time alice what a time and I just that whole thing is just fascinating especially when you just think about the characters that you just mentioned and you all were just kind of hanging out like like I would with my buddies on the weekend or yeah, something, it's you know? Exactly.
0: It's... It. It's, it, honestly, we never really sat there, and, and we took it for for granted that we were all going to drink that night, so we might as well all drink together, <laughs> you know? And, yeah, man. And we all showed up at the same Bernie Toppin was there every night, every once in a while, you know, you the guys on the doors. And uh, you, you never knew who was really going to show up. Um, but, you know, when we did pay tribute to them, we also paid tribute to to the elder, the elder vampires, uh, the Jim Morrison's and the Jimi Hendrixes and uh, T. Rex and those guys. You know, they were guys that were Hollywood vampires, also.
1: Man, Alice, I, I cannot wait for May 16th. Uh, it's our 40th birthday qfm's been around for 40 years playing uh, you know oh, Alice. you guys
0: are legal now i know
1: and <laughs> never been kissed alice which is <laughs> you wouldn't think so but uh hey may 16th express live it, it can't get here quick enough alice thank you so much what an honor
0: hey thanks a lot guys and now uh, when we get in town come on backstage say hi so there it was
1: that is an artist, artist edition. edition alice cooper billion dollar babies I'm glad I was able to get that. I'm glad I was able to talk to him about that record. Also, the Harry Nilsson part was very, very cool. You um, got ha- off on that. He, re- you could tell that he appreciated. It's been a while since someone's asked him about Harry, and and that was that was kind of cool. And I want to do a Harry Nilsson record down down the road. But back to Alice Cooper. I thought it was cool that me and him both picked Generation Landslide. So when you do your little, uh, what do we call that? The where the you
2: Spotify playlist. Spotify
1: playlist that can be on there do you have a favorite song off this yeah Craig? well
2: I, I gotta say billion dollar babies is probably the best i mean that's like it's, it's, the, it's, it's like the song jam. but um when i saw alice cooper just last summer okay. right when the presidential election shit was going on, oh and he had uh, re-released elected from this album and was I remember that he had a giant uh hillary and trump puppets on right, stage, right, right. and he was running around and elect alice cooper wearing red white and blue uh and it was such a who to he if only that was that. a
1: choice right right, right i would yeah <laughs> he <would've won>.
2: um, <laughs> right? but but, but that oh, was a, hoot, awesome it was, it, he, he just really uh blew the top off of the place with that one so uh i'm gonna pick elected
1: you know and and, and not that i lied to him boy there's a lot about me lying yeah. in this in this program who are you? I know, man. Uh, Generation Landslide, and, and that is one of my favorites. But I, I got to tell you, as far as a live Alice Cooper moment, the first time I saw Alice, however many years ago it was, at, at the Newport Music Hall in Columbus, he opened up with Hello, Hooray. Cool. And when I hear that song, you know, and I've talked about opening songs, what what that means to me, whether it's live, whether it's on, on, record. on the record. Yeah. I, when I hear Hello, Hooray... I remember seeing him for the first time. You know what I mean? It's just, it's one of those moments and it still really is one of my favorite uh, Alice Cooper songs. So, what a great record. Hello Hooray, Elected, like you said, Billion Dollar Babies, uh, Generation Landslide, Let's Not Forget about No More Mr. Nice Guy, which was probably the biggest hit off of that, so. Can I tell you my very first experience with Alice Cooper? Please do. Uh,
2: we Sexually? <laughs> <laughs> well, the first time. The first
1: time I saw I, it.
2: I didn't know this at the time, but when I was in grade school, I had a pretty rad principal. I didn't and didn't appreciate this time Isn't the that fact. always the way, though, yeah.
1: man? Isn't that always the way?
2: Like third, fourth grade. I remember, and he did it every year. But that's when I first remember him doing it over the loudspeaker. The last day of school, he would play over the intercom. No, <laughs> he didn't. It's like school, an episode of The Simpsons. Uh, Oh And uh, I I came home and my dad just laughed and laughed and laughed when I told him that story because he's of course a big Alice Cooper fan and grew up with them Oh, that's great. What a cool uh, principle, man. I I didn't know it at the time. Way to go, Mr. Rash. Mr. Rash, that was his name? Rob
1: Rash Oh, you could have had some fun. You turned out to
2: be a rad, rad Rob Rash. As
1: as far as rashes go, he was probably a top your list in your lifetime, right? Yeah, (laughs) I want that rash again. (laughs) Well, how does this sound for Alice Cooper? Producer Greg Hansberry. I'm Arch Madness, and this has been Vinyl Analysis.
0: I will see you
1: uh, backstage. You got it, man.